Hey everyone, and welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hanquist, and CEO of Envision Nutrition. We're here to take you from imagining your future possibilities to turning them into actual realities. Each week, we'll be bringing you into a glimpse of the lives of other successful, busy, working parents who have through it all somehow been able to make health and fitness a continuous staple in their life. Today, we have a good friend of mine, Tanya Stevens. Tanya is a financial and business banking professional, entrepreneur, published author, wife, mom, world traveler, hobbyist, and gourmet chef. She is also a health and fitness fanatic. Tanya loves to be in the gym daily, working on her physical and mental health to stay healthy, as well as experiencing all the adventures life has to bring. Let's welcome Tanya to the podcast. Hey girl, how's it going? How was your day? It's Friday, you guys. Tanya just came to my house. We're having some coffee and some juice. What are you drinking over there? Cold pressed juice, cranberry sunrise with oranges, cranberry, and pineapple. That sounds from absolutely um, from Whole Foods. From Whole Foods. We don't even have a Whole Foods here. I know. I took a little jaunt. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, the nearest Whole Foods is like an hour and a half away from where we live. Anyways. It's an hour away in Lincoln. How fast are you driving there? It was, it was an hour and a half away. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. He's oh, right, yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. Um, so I have Tanya here today. She's like super good friend of mine, and she just, you guys, she has such an incredible journey. I know I told you a little about her, a little bit about her biography, but now that I have her sitting here in front of me, I'm just so excited to have her share with us just the things that she's been through in life. She um like I said, has an incredible journey. So let's just go ahead and get started today. But um, Tanya, I want to know, what is the one thing you've accomplished that you're the most proud of? I mean, outside of kids and family. I know that's a lot of times as a mother, that's the first thing we go to. That aside, what is the biggest thing you've accomplished? Yeah, no, that's, you know, that that one is an easy pride question because I don't Everybody has kids, right? So that's their job to be proud of them and for them to make their own accomplishments. So I think each of us have to have our, our own accomplishments as well. But I'm probably most proud of my career. I've always been really goal-oriented and have strived to push myself. And my career has gone through an interesting journey and transformation in and of itself to get where I've been. But I really think that probably it's all encompassed in lifestyle change that I went through, um, changing, focusing more on my health and my wellness, which kind of, you know, boosted me to have more confidence to push myself in my career. And I love to learn and I love to network. And it's interesting. You just never know where life is going to take you. And I would say have those conversations and explore those different scenarios that people bring up because you you just truly don't know where tomorrow is going to bring or who your next boss is going to be. A little bit about my career path. So I started out as a nurse and long-term care administrator and did that for 15 years. Yes, which I learned recently. Yes. Like when we first started hanging out, I did oh, not really? realize you were a nurse. Oh, yeah, I yeah. had no idea. Call me for a band-aid anytime. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. So um, went back to school, got my bachelor's in business, and was working on my master's in healthcare administration with a goal of maybe someday becoming like a hospital CEO or a large okay. clinic CEO, something oh, wow, like that. Yeah, that was where I sure. thought my end result was. Okay. So I was working on that and the facility, the long-term care facility that I was with, wonderful facility, 
they were growing their company, family owned. I worked there for almost 10 years. They really believed in what I was doing with the facility and they wanted to, the owners wanted to reward me, they said, with taking me to the bank and showing me what it took to get a commercial loan. So I'd already written the business plan for how we were going to expand the facility, took me to the bank, great experience, and the bank looked over our financials, looked over the business plan, called me two days later. They're like, well, of course, we're going to give you guys a loan, but we want to talk to you about a job. Oh, wow. I'm like, I don't know what I think that came out of left field. Right. And I'm like, no, no, no. I had this plan and I'm very, like, you know me. You know, like, I got a plan and I'm like, on the plan. She's a planner, (laughs) y'all. I'm working the plan. (laughs) And I'm like, no, this doesn't work. So after a couple days, my husband goes, you know, you always say that when God opens a window, you should peek out of it and see what's there. Yeah. Just go talk to him. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm not taking this job, but I'll go talk to him. What the heck? Sure. We'll entertain them. (laughs) So an hour and a half conversation later, they slid a number across the desk that was life-changing. Wow. And I was like, wow. hmm, maybe I can figure this out. So I went out to my car, texted my husband the number that they'd offered me, and he goes, congratulations <clears> on your new job. So I was like, okay, let's try this. And honestly, the hardest, probably one of the hardest things in my career was telling the owners of this facility that I was so dedicated to, I'm leaving. And they're like, hey, we knew this day was coming. We are happy for you. Yeah. No worries. So started out within my position and guys, when you switch industries, it is like everybody's speaking a foreign language, right? Right. Every industry has their own acronyms. Uh-huh. So I had to learn a whole new language. I just felt every day, like, mm-hmm. what did I do? What did I do? Why did I do this? Well, three months later, I was promoted. Mm-hmm. Three months later, I was promoted again. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like, it just took off from there. And, um, Long story short is 10 years later, I have been president of the bank for the last five years. Yeah. So obviously career path just shot forward. And had I not just looked out that window, like my husband said, I would not be where I am today. And it's completely been, I mean, for our family, my time being freed up because I was on call 24, 7, 365 for 15 years. Yeah. So, you know, banks have a lot of holidays and time yep. off. And so bankers hours, and you work your butt off. I know you do absolutely. because the other day you're working at 9 p.m. Yep. I mean, so it's not, I mean, there's definitely a give and take there, but yet I feel like you have a little more flexibility in your schedule and you're making more money because absolutely. you decided to be open-minded. Yes, because I decided to look out that window. So I finished, mm-hmm. and I finished my master's degree in healthcare administration. And, you know, the way that they looked at it to me is you used to sell healthcare. Now you sell money. It's mm-hmm. as you're selling something, but you still have those people connections. I'm still helping people to grow their life. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm in, in healthcare, I was still helping them health wise. Now I'm helping them to grow their business. And so to me, it's really about the people and who I'm helping and how I'm contributing and being a service to their life. It's just in a different industry. So you said that was around 10 years ago. And I know that we'll probably get into this, but where was your, um, you know, cause this podcast is a health and fitness podcast. So where was your health and fitness podcast at that point in your life? That was really when I started my uh, serious like health, like oh, I'm getting healthy. I'm losing weight. I'm leading a whole new lifestyle. Okay. Like, so let's paint this picture for the audience. Where, what did that look like for you 10 years ago? So it wasn't pretty. So 10 years ago, I had a um, 11-year-old and a 9-year-old. My 11-year-old was having brain surgery. We'd been going through health issues, like serious health issues for two years. She had brain surgery. We are sitting in that room. And I mean, I was, you know, stressed and had always been my whole life, like, 
you know, like pudgy, always been very active though. And then you get depressed and then you gain a little bit more weight and then you lose some weight. Then you get like depressed about how you look again and then you gain some more weight. It just kind of, you know, it's a circle. It's a vicious circle that you get into. Well, well, and when your children are going through something that massive, you have no control over that. So right. would you feel that it was fair to say that you kind of had sort of an escape with with food? Or where yeah. do you think you like tried to comfort yourself because you were so out of control? Oh, food, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Food because... And I was also getting, so I'm working full time. We have a sick child. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my master's degree. So wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, <laughs> it's like, so I'm getting up at five in the morning to study for like an hour and a half before I get the kids up, get them ready for school, go to work, come home, make dinner, study till like 11 o'clock midnight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, and so dinner, of course, was like spaghetti, you know, pasta, just whatever you could carb, throw together, throw together mm-hmm. mats, like mm-hmm. high carb food, just mm-hmm. throw together, eat so I can get studying. Yep. Craziness. Um, not a lot of planning, just, you know, get home. What can you find throw together really quick? And I, you know, mentally, yeah, we were, I mean, you're beating yourself up because you have yeah. a sick child. And so yeah. you're comforting with food. Yeah. Yeah. That was your comfort. So where, where was like, where was like your aha moment that really made you turn that corner? My aha moment was sitting in the ICU at Children's Hospital and... This gives me goosebumps, you guys. <laughs> and I'm going to cry. But you're watching your child who um, she had brain surgery and you're... And, like, and she was nine? She was um, 11. 11. Okay. She had... Or, Gosh, let me think. I have to think back of it. She was 10. I'm sorry. She was she 10. Was 10. Okay. She was 10 when she had brain surgery. So, um, wow. Yeah, watching her, and you know, <clears throat> they keep them under for so long. So, you, it's not like you have brain surgery and you wake up and you have this kid playing. Like, sure. Have, There's a road to recovery. You, you have like a 10 hour brain surgery, and then you sit there and watch your child lay in bed for several days and not oh, move. Oh, my gosh. Praying. Yes. I hope they wake up. I hope they can still do all these things. I hope they can do that. And it was just like, man, you bargain with God. <laughs> oh, yes. Lot. Begging and pleading and praying. Absolutely. And, you know, they're like, get out of the room, go for a walk. No, you don't leave that bed. You bargain, you pray, you hope that your kid will be normal again and can come out of this. Um, And it was a lot of bargaining. And it was like, okay, how is life going to change when she comes out of this and when um, she's healthy again? What are we going to do differently? And the things that we sat there and talked about is, you know what? I bet our kids can't name two things we gave them for Christmas last year. Mm. But gosh, if we would have taken a trip, which we didn't do, yes. and take the time, they're going to remember those memories. Memories. Mm-hmm. But gosh, if we take the trip, am I going to have enough energy? Am I going to physically be able to go on that ride with them? Um, am I going to be able to walk that distance? Am I, you know, all those things. Like, can I? Am I physically going to be able to do all that? And it was, God, if you get her through this, I am going to be physically fit so I can be the best mom I can be and the best wife. And I can do all those things and we're going to make memories from there. And that was it. She woke so, up on Wednesday and that started. The thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so a lot of people think that exercising and taking the time out to do those things is selfish. What is your remark to that? Absolutely not. I have found since I've structured my day to take that time to prep my food, to exercise, I've been a better mom. If mm-hmm. I, when I'm filling my bucket with positive things, mm-hmm. I have 
energy to fill other people's buckets. And it's a lot of, I mean, I look at, I'm a completely different person than I was then, not just physically, but mentally, like how I think about things, Mm -hmm. how when you're not happy, you don't always want everybody else around you to be happy either. Yeah. And so, you know, you might be that person that gossips. You may be that person that is like, oh, well, you know, her hair's a little out of place or whatever. And you you focus on negative things. When you're happy and you're healthy, you focus on positive things. Yeah. And yeah. you want to build other people up. And so that's, you know, when I'm filling my bucket with those good things, if it's an hour, hour and a half a day that I take to work out, that's great because it's not like I'm going home and then flopping on the couch and watching TV. Yeah. I have the energy to go home and go, yeah. okay, let's prep meals for the next five days now. And, yep. Or let's go home and go for a bike ride now or something yeah. like that. Or let's Instead plan of let's, that next vacation. Let's Netflix for the next three hours and not yeah. do anything. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. Is not part of, this is not part of the deal. So what is the one piece of advice that you would give other busy working professionals trying to achieve a well-rounded, healthy lifestyle? I would say plan. I mean, you have to plan. You have to, we have a vision board in our kitchen and on our vision board, it has all the things that are important to us with family, lifestyle, career, health, fitness. And what we've had to learn, if it doesn't fit with the the things on those vision boards, it's not going to happen because I'm the person that I love to say yes to everything, Mm -hmm. but I also found that I'm stretching myself too thin and I'm crabbing to my family when I come home. You're giving them the leftovers of you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. They're getting the leftovers and everybody out in the community is getting the smiley face. Mm -hmm. And so now I've had to learn that if it doesn't align with that vision board, then the answer is no. And that's been really hard to learn. And everybody can see that vision board. It's in a place visible. You don't have it hidden away in some secret drawer. It's, it's where everybody can see it. Our insurance agent was at our house sitting at our dining table and he saw it and he's like, wow. And the, you know, the funny thing was when he looked at it, he's like, I look at this, this vision board and he goes, that is you. I love that. So I was like, good, that I'm actually performing and doing the things in real life that I say I'm doing. Yeah. And I love that. And that is definitely one thing that I love to preach too, is you've got to give your best yes. Otherwise you're giving a no somewhere else. True. Where are you willing to give that no to? And tell people about your goals. That helps you become accountable Mm -hmm. to them, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Um, If you could go back to the beginning of your journey, what's one thing you would do differently? Oh, gosh, I think I would just start living a healthier lifestyle sooner. Sure. Because it really, I mean, since I've chosen that health journey, it's been the best part of my life. I almost look at, I feel like I had to get rid of the person I was before to be the person I am now. Mm, and wow, that was big. It really. Do you feel like you have a different friend circle too? Or do you still have the same friend circle that you had back then? I don't have any of the same people I had back then. Yeah. Whole different group of people. And what if you continue to surround yourself with those people? Did they, I guess, I guess my biggest question is, did, did that friend circle support your new lifestyle? Not always. When people themselves aren't happy or they're not healthy, you surround yourself with people that are like you, right? So when, when people are not healthy or happy with their own lifestyle, they don't really want anybody else to be happy either because then they think that you think you're better than them. Sure. Yes. Not that so often. Yeah. And I don't think I'm better than anybody else. I'm working, I'm competing with the person in the mirror yesterday. Yeah. I'm working on me. And I find that I'm I'm happy when I see other people that I'll see somebody in the gym. I watched somebody up the other day and I go, gosh, I said, I watch you work out every day. And I said, you're such an inspiration to me. And she turned to me and she goes, 
I am. She goes, I watch you every day and you're such an inspiration. And I was like, really? I love that. I love it. So, you know, we're just, Y'all are inspired each other. <laughs> and I didn't even know her name. And we, so we exchanged names and we started uh-huh. talking yeah. and now we, t- now we talk to each other in the gym. Yep. But I still remember that first time that somebody came up to me in the gym and they said, you are my goal. Oh, I love and it. I started crying because I was sure. like, really? Me? Why? <laughs> and she goes, I watch you every day when you come in here. Now, this is somebody who I had not even ever noticed before in my life. Mm-hmm. And apparently she's watching me every day in the gym and she's watching what I do and she's copying it. And I'm like, I'm thinking I watch other people mm-hmm. for the same reason. And yeah. I'm like, wow, somebody's watching me like that. That's weird. But you are inspiring people though. Yeah. And it's crazy to finally realize that. And it's, and, and it's fun, but it also shows you, you got to step it up. You got to keep going. <laughs> you got to keep showing Dang. up. I got to prove some <laughs> stuff now. Yeah. Um, but you know, the people that I had in my life before, not, not bad people. They're all good people. Right. They're just on a different journey than you I You don't want. wish anything bad for them. Absolutely not. They're just on a different just journey. don't have probably a lot of things in common anymore. We don't. And, um, I still don't talk to them every once in a while, but it's just that the things I'm doing, like the trip that we just got back from, yeah. are not things that they would be able to do and don't have a desire to do those things. Yeah. And so my interests have just changed. And sure. things I like to do are just different. Sure. Sitting on the beach drinking all day doesn't sound like as much fun as going and doing adventures and things like that. I'm with yeah. you there. All, totally. that, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, you, and you sometimes it's family members you have to cut ties with. Sure. Because family members sometimes can really drag you down and they bring all that old baggage. And sometimes mm-hmm. a lot of um, the family issues yeah. is why you're soothing yourself with food too. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes cutting those family ties and that's probably the hardest thing yeah. because you get a lot of scrutiny from sure. other family members about that. Yeah. But if they're not, if they're not running with you, then they're just against you. So it's, you and I think it. that's one of the hardest things is creating almost that new life for yourself. Cause I know for me, I, I honestly don't have any of the same friend circle that I had 10, 15 years mm-hmm. ago. None. And, um, you know, both my husband and I, it is quite different now. Um, like, like you said, it's not like you wish anything bad. It's just different now. Right. It's just a just lot different. of different interests. But it's growth and we're evolving. And that's absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I wouldn't have met you, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, okay. So what are some of the biggest resources that have helped you stay on track or, or stay the course along the way? You know, I've read books, I've read blogs, I've, you know, talked to nutritionists. Mm-hmm. I just talking to others. And I really think just talking to other people that are on the same journey that you're on, because maybe somebody has a conversation with you and I had a conversation about macros the other day. Yeah. And yeah. I've made changes and I've already seen the results yeah. of those changes. Yes. And it's amazing to me just mm-hmm. in, what was that, two weeks ago? Yeah, not very long ago. Two. And you're eating more. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not as easy it's as you right? It's not. You would think, well, I could eat more, but it's just not like you're eating more like you know crap. You're eating yeah. more of the good stuff. But I, my, it I, makes you feel better. You have I more feel better. Energy for your workouts. And... I told you my goal was more muscle definition, and yep. I actually had somebody come up in the gym to me just this week, and they said, "I see that you're lifting heavier weights, and I can tell yeah. the difference in your muscle definition." Mm-hmm. And I'm like. That was only two weeks ago. Yeah. I started lifting heavier weights yeah. and I'm already showing a difference. And I was looking at pictures from a recent trip and I could see more muscle definition. Yep. And it's crazy when you begin to actually fuel your body the way that it needs to be, you have more energy and vitality mm-hmm. for life, really. And it's, I think it also helps you. Um, my husband and I were just having this conversation over lunch today because he goes, oh, he goes, finally he goes, I'm back on track because you know, we took this little mini vacation yeah. on the weekend. And he goes, you stayed really pretty good on your food. He goes, I kind of went off the deep end. I lost five pounds over the weekend. He gained five pounds over the weekend. Because <laughs> we were so active. I 
I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, we were so busy and physically active the whole entire but time. But you know what? I think you bring up a good point though. When you're that busy, like you're not wrapped around missing out on all this food, you know, yeah. and you're, and the other thing is too, when you start to eat better, that's what you crave. You do. When you're eating crap, you're going to crave that stuff. You're going to crave the sugar and the saturated fats. So but when you're eating clean, your body and your brain want those things. And it was fun. Like we, yeah. took, we took our meals with us and we uh-huh. ate at this little roadside rest area with the truck drivers. And we oh, were on the funny. tailgate of the pickup yeah. and picnic. And it was fun to do that rather than it sit in fun. a restaurant where you're just looking at walls. You know? Or you're pissed because the waiter didn't get your order right. right. Or, yeah. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of fun in going out to eat and picking fun things to eat, but there, you know, it is totally okay mm-hmm. to bring your own food too. Yeah. yeah. And we still had our fun snacks and we still had our, you yep. know, a couple alcoholic drinks Absolutely. And, and enjoyed it. But Everything in moderation, yes, right? Yes, it was fun. I love it. So yeah, resources, guys. I mean, I think it goes back to what you said about being prepared. I think honestly, when you are prepared, you end up realizing that you have more time than you think. Mm-hmm. It takes more time to chaotically go through life than it does to be prepared. It does. You know? And I have so many people that will say, because one thing I've always been like big on is even if it wasn't maybe necessarily the healthiest of foods, but like on Sundays, we always kind of made meals for the week or started Mm -hmm. prepping stuff. Mm -hmm. And now it looks something more like, you know, cooking your chicken and portioning out your vegetables or even just slicing and dicing stuff is a big time. Yeah, because during the busy week, you're not going to have a ton of time for that. Absolutely. So I think one of the one of the biggest aha moments to me this week was um our son's in the navy and he called so he is in the barracks and i don't know if any of you guys know what that's like but it's like a dorm room there's two beds two desks a toilet a mini fridge and a shower and a sink and that's it it's a very tiny room with two people but they're doing all their cooking in there because (laughs) he doesn't want to eat unhealthy food that they're serving right now during covid because Mm -hmm. they're doing pre-packaged food oh right so he's cooking his room so he got um the Gosh, what bread? I don't even know. It's like an Instapot with an air fryer combination thing. Oh, yeah. So he's telling me all this stuff that he's cooking. And I hear I'm telling trying to tell him like easy, simple recipes. Oh, no. He's like, Mom, I don't eat like that. He goes, I used to cook with you at home. He goes, I've watched you cook. And he goes, I eat really healthy. He, I said, so what do you eat? He goes, so I'm prepping my vegetables. He goes, I got them all chopped. He goes, I put those in the bottom. And then I put my piece of meat on top so that the juices drip down and season it. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's he, really got it. He's got it going on. That's I'm awesome. Like, you doing all this in like just your little barracks room. And so he's telling me about the meals that he's creating. And I'm like. But honestly, this is like a take for like parents. If you've got kids going off to college out there, that's not a bad idea. And who that's knew? Awesome. I didn't even, like, I wasn't doing this along the way, hoping that they would, I mean, I guess I was hoping they would learn something. Don't we always hope they learn something? But I just always try to involve my kids in the kitchen so that they, uh, a big thing is I want them to know where their food comes from, first of all, mm-hmm. because there's so much prepackaged stuff. And so mm-hmm. I've always tried to explain, like, this comes in a box with a lot of chemicals and, you know, this comes from an animal or a tree. And so we've talked about those kinds of things, but Hecky was listening. Yeah. But look at, I mean, let's say that you would have stuck with where you were at 10 years ago. Yeah. He'd have been sleeping spaghetti. You know? <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's the thing. And he may not have even gone to the army for all we know. Navy. Or Navy. 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 Huge difference, you guys. Navy. Come on. <laughs> Navy. But I just, that's a huge, um, I guess, example of how big, how big of an example we are mm-hmm. on our children. Honestly, they, they watch the choices we make and it really follows them into Absolutely. adulthood. And what do you want that to look like? Yeah. Do you want your kids to go through the same struggles that you've had? Or do you want them to make the good choices that yeah, you've you learned to make early. now? Absolutely. Absolutely. So 
This is a big one, and I love to hear everybody's answer on this one. What does success mean to you? Because you're like this powerhouse. <laughs> you're like the president of the bank. I mean, you've got it going on, and I just want to hear from you. What does you know, that word, success, mean? You know, and it doesn't matter what your title is. Success to me is someone who's a productive member of society. It totally doesn't matter what your title is. I don't care if you are the president of a bank, a lawyer, a teacher, a stay-at-home mom, you know, the street cleaner. I don't, I don't care what your title is. If you give 100% to your life and you do it with integrity, whatever you're doing, then you're successful. And I've that's what I've tried to tell my kids is I just want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. It's so funny, too. At my daughter's graduation, someone said, well, what do your parents want you to be when you grow up? And she looked at him and she goes, happy. I love it. I love it. Everybody else's answer would have been a doctor, a lawyer, or yeah. et cetera. And she said happy. I've always just said, I don't care what you do, that but gives do me with the integrity and love that. So you did it, Mama. You did it. <laughs> Final question. A lot of people are very curious about daily routines. I get asked all the time, you know, what does my daily routine look like? So give us a little glimpse on a busy work day. What does your daily routine look like? Well, it's probably pretty boring to a lot of people, (laughs) um, but it's very regimented. And it's interesting because I know people will say to me, "Um, I want to look like you. What do I have to do? And most people I'll be like, well, you're not going to do it anyway. So, I mean, it's boring. It's And it's very regimented. So I wake up. I try to think about three things I'm grateful for because I think that sets your day when you think about what you're grateful for. I go to work. I also have um, a side hustle that I do. So I work on that. And then I head to the gym right after work. Um, One day a week, I go to the gym in the morning at 5 a.m. And then again after work because there's a class I want to take. But it's that gym time. And then it's home, cook, and then I read. And it's off to bed pretty early because the whole day starts again the next day. But going to the gym and preparing those healthy meals, it's like brushing your teeth. It's like we don't you don't yeah, it. You do it. Yeah. You do it. And, then, and so would you say that's your non-negotiable? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything else will have to wait. If people are scheduling things with me, I'll say, I mean, it's, just, it's so different than, okay, I have to work till say five o'clock. If somebody wants to do something in the evening, I'll say, well, I can't make it till six 30 because that gives me time to get to the gym, go home, take a quick shower, change my clothes and go do something. They're yeah. like, well, we need to do this at six. I'm not going to make it. Yeah. It's got to, it's, it's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to be the best person I can be if I'm not doing that. And if I'm, if I'm fudging on that, what else am I going to fudge on in my life? Yeah. That I'm going to go through the drive-thru. You're going to give everything else a half-ass effort. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yep. So that's a, that's a non-negotiable. I love it. Being prepared. Being Absolutely. prepared. Absolutely. Well, I absolutely appreciate our time together. I think there are so many takeaways that our listeners can gather from our conversation today. Um, if you would like... I know that there's probably a lot of people listening that are where you were 10 years ago that are just needing that flip to be switched that I'm sure would love to reach out for you, reach out to you for help, for questions, or just anything to get going. You're a huge inspiration. Thank you. Um, Where can people connect with you online? They can find me on Facebook, Tanya Arrowwood hyphen Stevens. And I will put this in the show notes so that you don't have to spell spell it. it. No, I'll put it in the show notes, you guys. Um, And then Instagram, I'm under motivated underscore and 
underscore positive. Oh, and you guys, this girl can cook. She's got some amazing <laughs> delicious recipes too. Some of them are plant-based. Some of them yep. are plant-based recipes. Yeah. I love doing cooking videos. So join mm-hmm. me for cooking videos. Yep. Give me feedback. I love the feedback. So talk to me on there and join in. Give me your ideas. Cause like I said, we all learn from each other. Absolutely. So I'd love to connect with some of you guys. Very good. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for this having me. This has been so much fun. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it to your Instagram story, Facebook page, or any other social media platform so that we can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. We so appreciate you listening in. And until next time, keep your goals high, but keep each step attainable.